Get ready to hear the truth about America. A new show that isn't allergic to the facts. The Bold Conservative. Now, here is your host, James Ledbetter. So, over the weekend, Antifa terrorists marched through Portland, Oregon, attacking elderly people and little girls. And Trump has vowed to designate Antifa a domestic terrorist organization. This is the Bold Conservative Show. Over on the streets of America, this movement also has a political ideology that is agitating for a violent political revolution. It's been four weeks since my beating and robbery outside the Justice Center, ironically. There's not been a single arrest. I don't know. I don't want to be cynical about the police investigation, but this has been a pattern of incidents of Antifa violence in the city that never results in arrests or charges. You just saw Andy No, who was attacked by Antifa about three weeks ago. And he covers Antifa religiously. <clears throat> he knows them inside and out. He's been with every single situation, every event that they've had. He's been there covering. So a few weeks ago, he's jumped on and attacked viciously. And we've when well, we've covered this in this podcast, this is what this is what happened to him. He was viciously surrounded and attacked, and they were throwing milkshakes. Now, in police investigators said that when they analyzed the substance inside the milkshakes, they found quick dry cement. When uh, anybody that knows anything about quick dry cement knows that quick dry cement has acidic properties that helps the concrete dry faster. So over the weekend, Right-wing protesters clashed with violent Antifa members in the lawless streets of Portland, Oregon on Saturday, resulting in sporadic skirmishes. In one instant, a man and a young girl became separated from the protesters on the right and were set upon by a gang of Antifa thugs, dozens and dozens of them. Like a pack of wild, rabid dogs, they chased these individuals. <clears throat> Conservative reporter Andy No, who was severely beaten in Portland last month by left-wing members of the alleged anti-fascist group, posted videos of the two getting attacked. And 
the videos were very disturbing. <clears throat> One of the people charged after them with a, a glass bottle in hand. Now reported. So you had that going on. And in another part of the city, you had Antifa knocking an elderly man out who was only trying to defend himself and his wife against these vicious terrorists. So I don't see what, what, why it's taking so long for the government to designate Antifa a terrorist organization. They have all the hallmarks of ISIS. And this is not proven. This is a theory that I have. And I've been working on this, trying to find a connection. <clears throat> I believe that the that the ones that started the Antifa in America are the are one in the same with the actual thugs that left America back when ISIS was calling for members to join them in Syria. I believe some of these terrorists returned back to America and started Antifa because all of the similarities are there. They have all of, all of the attacks. They're against America, which most leftists are. So Trump has, has made an, a vow to label Antifa a terrorist organization. Roll that clip. This coming as President Trump threatens the anti-fascist group in a tweet saying this, quote, consideration is being given to declaring Antifa the gutless radical left whack jobs who go around hitting only non-fighters, people over the heads with baseball bats, a major organization of terror, along with MS-13 and others, would make it easier for police to do their job. So my question, Mr. President, my question to all the Senate members, my question to all the members of the left, what is taking you so long to label Antifa what they are? Terrorists. They hate America, which most leftists do. They hate America so much that they're willing to attack American citizens. See, this is what happened over the weekend. The Antifa was there because the Proud Boys were there. But as predicted, the Proud Boys showed up. They flew, their, they flew the flags, the United States American flags. They chanted a little bit. Then they all left and went to a barbecue. Antifa stayed and started attacking citizens just random citizens like they always do because they're terrorists they have terrorist minds and they're against anything against free speech they're against the second amendment though 
you have some Antifa members walking around with uh, guns. Most Antifa members are against the Second Amendment. They're against any rights that we have whatsoever. So Trump said that he was watching the Portland protests very closely. President Trump on Saturday said his administration might designate Antifa as an organization of terror if the far-left group creates violence this weekend in Portland, Oregon. Uh, right groups that include the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys plan, uh, rallied in Portland Saturday. The Rose City Antifa, which calls itself the nation's oldest active anti-fascist group, has said it also plans to be present to battle the far-right groups, according to the New York Post. And that, as the background, in the background, Trump tweeted a warning earlier that day. And this is what Trump said. Major organization is being given to naming Antifa an organization of terror. Portland is being watched very closely. Hopefully the mayor will be able to properly do his job. So over, over the course of the time, Portland police weren't in the right places at the right time. They stood still. So what were they doing? <clears throat> I saw videos of Antifa actually mocking the police, calling one of, of the police, uh, a black police, an Uncle Tom, which is really bad. It's what a black man calls another black man that uh, is doing his job, apparently. But here's the problem. There weren't any black Antifa members calling him an Uncle Tom. They were all little young white punks. And they're, and they're punks. They're punks because they chase little girls down the street. They're punks because they knock elderly people out. And then they're proud of that. They're proud of what they do. And they don't mind telling you that they are. I've said it dozens of times that Antifa is exactly what a terrorist organization is. They terrorize people. They block streets. They actually block streets to keep the city's flow from flowing normally. They take over, they redirect traffic, and they protest through the streets of Portland. Now, I'm not above requesting that the police send the National Guard out there to bring back order in Portland, Oregon. Because here's the thing. 
if you support President Trump, they consider you a fascist. If you are for free speech, they consider you a fascist and a racist. <clears throat> Don't forget that part. They want to designate anybody who loves this country as a racist, a fascist, when they are in fact the actual fascists. Because see, here's the thing. Fascists, they want to shut down free speech. Fascists want to burn books. And in today's age, it's taking down websites that they don't agree with. So <clears throat> if you think differently than them, they're going to be violent against you. And it's never a one-on-one -on -one thing. See, that's what terrorists do. They never take, a, take on an able-bodied male by themselves. They always have groups going. They always gang up on individuals. And it's always, and I don't want to call them helpless individuals, but a 10-year-old girl against a mob, a mob of rabid dogs, doesn't stand a chance. Why are they picking on little girls? You see what I'm saying? This is, this is extreme and to the point to where something has to be done. If we all just sit by and we stay silent. And see, another thing I've noticed is like CNN and MSNBC, they praise Antifa. They don't bring up the evil things that they do, which is everything that they do. They claim that Antifa are peaceful protesters. And I haven't seen them do a peaceful protest yet. Not one time, not in one event, have I seen them protesting peacefully. They're attacking people. They have sticks. Uh, some of them, like I say, some of them carry guns. So this labeling Antifa a terrorist organization needs to happen quickly. So Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler earlier this week had issued a blanket call to protesters on all sides. And this is what he said, according to Fox. We don't want your hatred. We don't want your violence. But if you come here, we're going to be prepared. He said, according to Fox News, unlike Trump, Wheeler singled out one side. He singled out what the left call white supremacists and neo-Nazis and claims they are the root of the issue. When the ones that they claim are the white supremacists and neo-Nazis, all they did was they walked through the streets and flew the United States flag. When that becomes a crime, you let me know. But what is a crime is what Antifa was doing. But where is Mayor Wheeler at to condemn Antifa for, for chasing a 10-year-old girl down the street and knocking an elderly man out? Knocked him unconscious.
to the point to where his wife had to lay over him to protect him. Where's Mayor Wheeler at now? So this is, this is what, what Mueller, Wheeler said. They're coming to Portland because they know there'll be conflict. However, the Proud Boys didn't have any conflict with anybody. Like I said, they marched peacefully through Portland, left in their buses, and went to a barbecue, from what I hear. In advance of the protests, many downtown Portland businesses closed and police were deployed in force, according to the Oregonian. Some on Twitter backed Trump's position Saturday, tweeting. Uh, so this is what Trump tweeted. Consideration is being given to declare Antifa the gutless, radical, left whack jobs who go around hitting on non-fighters, people over the head with baseball bats, a major organization of terror, along with MS-13 and others, would make it easy for police to do their jobs. Though police didn't protect that 10-year-old girl, the mob would have killed that poor girl. And all she was doing was walking through the streets of Portland, a right for her being a U.S. citizen. So what kind of damage was this 10-year-old girl doing wherein Tifa felt the need to chase her down the streets with ball bats and bottles, glass bottles? What would they do if they had caught up to her? There were people putting their hands on her. And... I'm, I'm taking some reports say that the, that the Spartacus guy dressed in the Spartacus outfit was actually her father protecting her. And you could hear in the videos him telling them, don't put your hands on her. You leave her alone. So they chased the father and the daughter down the street. If that's not a terrorist organization, I don't know what is. And I'm sitting here trying to tell you today that we need to act now. We need to, we need to advocate to our congressmen, our senators. We need to let them know that we are not going to tolerate this left-wing hate in our streets in America. They do not own Portland. Portland does not belong to the uh, Antifa. They like to think it is. And they take over. And they do whatever they want to do. But let me tell you something. This is America. The land of the free and the home of the brave. Back in 1776, when the British were ruling America, a choice few decided to stand up against these radical, evil, tyrannic governments known as the Brits. They stood up and took back their country. They took their country from these people and made them retreat. 
1776 is not long. It's not long from coming back. We need to stand up against these tyrannical America-hating individuals. And it doesn't help much that we have uh, Elon Omar, Rashia Tlaib, and AOC, and uh, Presley, the four women of the evil apocalypse, praising Antifa. Over the weekend, Elon Omar tweeted a tweet stating that the Hong Kong protests were what America needs to do. In other words, what she don't realize is for some reason she thinks she's back in Somalia and somehow America doesn't have any rights and America needs to pro, pro, uh, take back our democracy. Where does she think she is? If she done her research like she's supposed to do before she speaks her ignorance, she would realize that Hong Kong, the, the residents of Hong Kong are trying to get where we are now. They're trying to get their rights. They're marching for their rights. They're not marching for anything that Elon Omar is advocating for. They're not marching for socialism. They're trying to get away from the communist socialist dictatorship of China. They're marching against what everything that Elon Omar stands for. But she wants her constituents to believe that they're marching uh, for what she believes in. And they're not. They want what we have. They, they want the freedom of speech. They want the freedom to bear arms. They want the freedom to do the things that we do every day and most Americans take for granted. The left, they burn American flags. Hong Kong, they fly American flags. See, that's the difference. And these four women of the apocalypse claim that, that they are what's right for America. They are what the new Democratic Party stands for. They stand for socialism. They're against white people as a whole. They're literally racist against white people. Literally. They hate white people, all four of them. And they speak against white people on Twitter every day. To the point to where I have to keep ignoring them because I'm so tired of seeing it. L folks, there's nothing wrong with being white. There's nothing wrong with having white skin. But there is something wrong with the hatred coming from the left. Antifa, 90% white. Founders are white. Everything about Antifa is white, but they go around screaming uh, against white people. Now, the founder of the Proud Boys isn't a white guy. That's what the left doesn't want you to realize. So how can the Proud Boys be racist? How can the Proud Boys be Nazis when their leader, the one that started the group, isn't even white? 
interesting to think about, interesting to comprehend how the left works. Because the Proud Boys disagree with everything the left is pushing, we disagree, uh, we disagree with open borders, we disagree with uh, just random, random refugees just coming in, pouring through the border, and us not knowing who they are. Because of that, we're, we're against abortion and all of that. Because of the, we're against all of that, we're considered Nazis and racists because we love our country. So they call it white nationalism. I'm white. I love my country. Does that make me a white nationalist? No. What is a white nationalist? According to dictionaries, white nationalism is, is a certain group that believe that America should be all white. I don't know anybody that believes that. I don't know anybody that believes that or, or tries to push for that. And Trump has never pushed for that. But when you listen to CNN and MSNBC, once again, here we go with the leftist propaganda machine pushing that Trump is a white nationalist simply because he wants to vet these people coming into our country. And he wants to cut off illegal immigration. Does that make him a white, white nationalist? He would be the same way if Germans were flooding over our, our borders. And most Germans are, are white. So, I mean, would that make him a white nationalist? Blocking white Germans from uh, crossing our borders illegally? No. And it's the same way. We have to stand up for our rights, people. The left is slowly trying to take our rights away from us. And if they get into power, that's exactly what they'll do. They won't stop until they take every right that we have away from us. We have to stand up. We have to fight back. Because once they take our free speech, it's going to take years to get it back. Years and years and years. They'll, and if their elected president the first the first four years they're going to spend undoing everything trump did raising and they're going to be raising the minimum wage destroying all the jobs that, that trump has created that's what they're going to do and that's what they plan to do they plan on letting illegal aliens flow across our borders unchecked just opening the borders and letting them in. Drugs pouring in. Criminals pouring in. Now, not all of them are criminals. Some of them are decent people. But they have to come over legally. They have to go about it the right way. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I didn't set my timer so I don't know how long I've been going <laughs> just just mark it up as a rant a bold conservative rant well, I thank you all for listening tune in tomorrow because we have an explosive show planned for tomorrow
join us down in the description below we have uh, many different platforms that we publish to so whichever one is more convenient for you subscribe to us Sub subscribe to our YouTube subscribe to our uh, our bit shoot and we'll talk to you all tomorrow before we let you go take a moment to consider one of our sponsors rogue energy was founded in January of 2017 to be the best performance drink in the world the founders of rogue energy have developed a premium nootropic stack in the form of a delicious energy and focus drink it is designed to replace unhealthy canned energy drinks coffee and even traditional pre-workouts that can cost you an arm and a leg and can be a big drain to your budget I'll order them in bulk and drink them daily the mix is easy to make and has the effects of coffee with a kick I mix a drink when I first wake up and that gets me going with my day I recommend the watermelon flavor one tub gives you 30 servings rogue energy is super and sugar-free and is loaded with vitamins antioxidants and nootropics the founders designed rogue energy for the emerging professional and competitive gaming market and is it continues to have fantastic carryover and success with students athletes entrepreneurs and anyone looking to optimize their mental and physical performance you can get there by using the link in the description also during checkout use the promo code bold with James and get an additional 10% off of your order order your rogue energy kits today